Hey, this is Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Thursday, June 15th, and joining me as always, Dr. Orfe Devangi, the PhD economist that everybody seems to love. Dr. O, earlier this week, we uh, we did a little bit of forecasting around uh, the consumer price index. Consumer price index numbers came out on Tuesday. And so let's cut this into the good and the, the still not so good. But inflation rose at a 4% annual rate in May, which is the lowest rate in two years. It's still too high. Inside of the CPI data, excluding food and energy, core CPI rose 0.4% and 5.3% respectively. I'm taking that straight off of Jeff Cox. I mean, he came out of the box immediately. I love the way that CNBC does hit the economic news quickly. So, all right, let's get into this real quick. The numbers are better than they were, but they're not great. We didn't think that there's going to be anything hyperbolic that, you know, that largely the economic data that was laying out in front of us over the last X number of weeks would suggest that we would be seeing higher than we'd like, but not crazy high inflation numbers. Could you explain why the numbers came in as they did? Yeah, absolutely. So everything we saw so far was consistent with, you know, higher consumer spending, retail sales still exceeding expectations. You saw, you're seeing that, you know, even though that you're not seeing a lot of what we had expected, which was that the bank turmoil was going to really, you know, the tightening credit was really going to slow down the economy. We were not seeing a lot of that. In fact, what I started thinking about was the fact that homeowners are sitting on so much home equity that it's likely that a lot of them are now are basically cashing out or using some of that home equity to consolidate higher debt, higher credit card debt, right? They have a buffer, right? Housing wealth is creating a, a somewhat of a buffer to protect homeowners from higher inflation and higher credit card interest rates. And so, you know, we're not seeing the kind of decline in, uh, you know, in economic activity yet. Yeah, of course, I have to say things have slowed a lot since the Fed began its battle against inflation. I mean, you know, remember a year ago, we were at almost 9% inflation year over year, and we're now down to, uh, to 4%. So this is good news. I mean, we've made progress, but we're nowhere near the destination. The destination, remember, is core inflation at 2% as measured by the PCE. We're still nowhere there. In fact, we're more than two percentage points above that. Uh, You look at the CPI, still really high. Core CPI at 5.3% year over year, still too hot. Uh, So no, I I mean, we're making progress, but we're still far from the destination. Now, of course, there are people who believe, including myself, that you know, you're going to probably get a little bit of that credit tightening effect coming through. I think you're absolutely right about that. I, I, I mean, it, I think the, it's going to get tougher to borrow. It's going to remain tough to borrow. And I don't want to say it like for a while and be, you know, fatalistic about it. But I, I think it's it's going to take some time before things loosen up. That's right. It is. It is sticking. It's very sticky. Now, you know, 
again, goods inflation has come down. Housing inflation in real time has come down a lot. And that's going to be reflected in the CPI soon, right? And it peaked in March. I think rent of shelter inflation peaked at 8.3% in March. It's down to 8%. So it's slow and gradual, but it's going to show up. You know, real, remember housing is the biggest expense for most people. And if market rents, year over year market rents are down to about 4.8% right now from their high at almost 17% in February, a lot of disinflation has occurred already for a lot of folks. And so that has yet to be to show up in the CPI numbers. It will. So that's going to be a drag on inflation. Now, poor non-housing services is, I think, what the Fed is definitely looking at. And core non-housing services is still too hot. You know, you're starting to, I mean, we're thinking it may have peaked, but it's still too hot. And the Fed is really concerned about that. Uh, and w- which is why I don't think we're going to see any easing, policy easing in 2023. In fact, I think the Fed may have to continue to hike uh, despite what they did. Thanks as always, Dr. O for Orfe Divangi. This has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics at americastalking.com. 